Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. No, not yet. We will. Um, players are just starting to come in. We had a pushback day today, so we'll update you on the move when it's made. Clint, I know it was only two balls last night, but with Josh Bell making some loud contact for him, was that was that good to see? Did you see something out of a couple there that might be a sign of something? Yeah, I think it actually started. It's, it started a little bit earlier than that. I just the presence in the in the box, the setup. Um, you know, he's had some conversation uh, about what he's looking to do and how he's looking to do it. So yeah, I, I thought there was some some progress made the, the last couple of days, especially last night with the way the balls came off the bat. Considering the way the second half has started for you guys on and off the field, is there anything you do as a manager to try to reset? You know, everybody to say to take those first 11, 12 games. Get past them and just. We've already taken care of what we con we've had conversations. So, yeah. How much are you looking forward to getting Kella out there and having the first time in a really long time the bullpen that you envisioned having this season? Yeah, we are. Uh, we definitely are. And I said I hope to to break him in, you know, with an an outing and see what what that outing looks like. Uh, maybe not in a high a high leverage opportunity, but. He hasn't pitched, as I said, I think yesterday since last Friday, and that was just an aggressive bullpen pitching a game on Thursday. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. Could you see him in high leverage situations down the road? Oh, that's what he's done his entire career. Absolutely, Jerry. Well, what did you like about Jordan's last outing? Uh, his ability to, uh, to, I guess, it looks like he just threw strikes. What did you, what did you notice, though, more? Fastball execution started with the ability to land the curveball for strikes and chase. Um, and Amixton sprinkled in some change-ups and some sliders. It was more along the lines of the guy we had saw through April and May, his first six, seven, eight outings. Um, conviction on the mound. Uh, and even the rhythm. It was like there wasn't any apprehension, man. It was just conviction. Here's what I'm going to do. And, here, and I went and did it. And obviously the ability to command the fastball sets it all up. He did that very well. When it was seven years ago today when Marte made his debut, just how do you kind of encapsulate what he's brought to the team since he got here? Loud home run uh, in Houston. First pitch. How crazy is that? You bring a kid up and you've seen him play instructionally, spring training games a little bit in his first. And I think it was Keiko, wasn't it? It was. So, you know, he's continued to to want to grow and develop. There's been some missteps along the way as well. It's been pretty much a journey of life, uh, a journey of sport combined. And uh, I've watched a man uh, grow up on the field, uh, taking some ownership now of center field. You know, he moved to left, um, playing beside McCutcheon, uh, and now he's running down balls in center. Uh, he plays a gold glove caliber outfield. Uh, he's 
as good a base runner as we've had here in the last seven years that he's been here. And the bat has obviously always shown signs of being a damaged bat. Um, and probably this year may be one of his most consistent campaigns so far from start till now. So I see a, a man that's continuing to, to work to learn about himself, about his teammates, about the game. And want to learn, want to grow, and want to have more uh, earn trust and dependability. And I think he's doing that. I do think again, Adam, it goes back to his pitch selection. What he decides to swing at. <coughs> they offer Reynolds just over the last week or so we've seen the league start to punch back. Finally they went so long where he was able to get get through it. I I think they may be throwing the same sequence of pitches, he's just swinging at them now. And before there were, you know, more maybe a few more walks involved. Um, there are certain situations where they're not going to give in and give them a fastball to hit, um, and they're going to try something else. And once you have some success with it, you know, it's the league, there's video, uh, there's different channels of information seeking, gathering, and now it'll be time for him to to reverse that process. You know, to take those pitches. Um, Take the walk and move on down the road. Then when they get back in the zone, barrel it up. But what have you liked about Corey? We're just talking outside. I mean, he's like quietly hitting 300 and playing terrific for you guys. Probably overlooked on all of our parts. But I mean, what do you, what have you seen and, and liked from him since yeah, Just that he's rolled his sleeves up and he's going and he's playing the game and he's doing whatever he can to help us win a game. And he. If you watch him in the outfield, I mean, he's definitely takes pride in being ready every pitch and doing what he needs to do out there. And he had a rough game in St. Louis. He took personal. Um, and he bounces back. He's resilient, man. And he works hard. And he's uh, he's been an honest self-evaluator. And the at-bats, you know, he, he doesn't give away an at-bat. Uh, he doesn't want to give away an at-bat. He wants the, there to be a fight on their hands and a and to really string it out the best way he can and do damage at the end of the day. And I've seen the, the contact point picking up. I've seen better uh, hard contact coming out. He's still showing the ability to hit the ball uh, all around the ballpark. So it's been good to watch him just get healthy and play. Clint, do you believe that younger guys are watching his example, just the way he goes about his business? Do you get that feel? The, the young guys, they watch everybody. They do. Um, and sure, you watch guys that have to go through some adversity, some older guys that have to go through adversity. And you watch how they find their way back and what they do and what's important there. Probably from about 3 o'clock in the afternoon they start watching a little bit. And then, yeah, the game, because at the end of the day, results matter. Uh, and what you're doing to put yourself in a position to get those results matter. So I do think young players keep an eye on that. How has Wade Wright changed or well, some of you may not have any idea who this guy was when he came in the league. This guy's been a premier pitcher, elite pitcher. Um, and he could blow it and spin it. And then he closed. Then he started. Uh, and he's been uh, an iconic Redbird while he's been in the Cardinal. Uniform. He's pitched in some tremendously important games, and he's been a fan favorite. He's a teammate. He's a clubhouse favorite. I mean, and now with his skill set, age, 
probably some physicality issues. He continues to reinvent himself. And you can watch some tape where you see a, just a guy that can still spot his fastball, execute his fastball, spin the ball extremely well, play on hitters' adrenaline, get him to chase. Um, there was a game we watched. Before. We, didn't, we didn't face him last time, but he pitched like the day before. It's no walks. It's seven strikeouts. I mean, it's, it's ground balls, and it's not, not a lot of hard contact. So he's a very smart guy. He's been a self-evaluator as well. Uh, he continues to find his niche. The guy, he throws harder than this guy did at the end of his career, but I got to watch Doyle Alexander go through a process of complete evolution for the starting pitcher. Frank Canan, another one that threw over 100, that ended up throwing maybe 83. But watch those two guys through their course of their careers go from guys that just blew gas to completely reinvent themselves. Now, this guy's still throwing firm, Wainwright. But he has, in some ways, you know, at least from my evaluation, he's had he's re- recreated some things on the mound and still a very effective starting pitcher. In your experience, what would you say to a guy who might come into your office upset when he hears his name mentioned in trade speculation? Do you, have you had much of that in your career? Um, yeah, I've had some of it. And I'll ask him what they said. I said, do you know the guy? I said, do you know what he gets paid to do? He gets paid to speculate. Or he, they get it from where they get it. I said, but that's something that's completely out of your control. Um, as I've shared with some of our guys out here, our focus needs to be playing better right now. Um, that's where our first focus needs to be, on just playing better baseball. There are so many other things out of our control. In today's uh, <coughs> technological savvy and information gathering world, I'm sure there's a lot of names out there. And if you're hunting for your name to be out there, we're, we're probably hunting the wrong thing. And You know, who knows? Sometimes trades work out better for guys. So I'd say you just, I always encourage, just close the book and play, man. The only thing still the joy that you have from playing today, going out there and doing something good for this team. Another reason you're not on Twitter, right? Yeah, I'll never be on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not on any of that. I guess I can send a text and an email. That's about all I got. I can write a letter, which is really out of date, but really still appreciate from the people I write to. Glenn, I asked this question out of fairness, and I know you said it was an internal matter, but he only said that he was not given a reason why he was suspended, which and I just wondered what the club's stance is. If you did make it clear to him why he was suspended. I'll, I'll let, uh, if there's any other club response, I'll let the club officials take care of that. Yeah. Feel like it's closed and taken care of inside the clubhouse, though? I, it was between him and I. I saw him earlier today. Yeah, I think so. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 